It is still day three on to round six with the Kansas City Chiefs drafting Cornell Powell, Clemson receiver. Love it. Yeah, boy. I just saw your boy Andy Reid the other day in public, and I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to let him know what I felt about uh, that Terras Marshall Jr. pick 58 that he passed on. I'm getting the tattoo. So pick 58 with the tattoo scratched <laughs> out and then 59 and the Chiefs scratched out and then Panthers <laughs> in there. But, um, yeah, I think Cornell Powell is exactly what this team needs. Yes, sir. So we got a six-foot 204. He is not a running back, but uh, he does have 10-inch hands. He can grab mm-hmm. the ball. He was a solid player. Played in the outside at Clemson opposite uh, old Justin Ross. So... We need a guy like this so we can mix it up and keep Tyreek in the slot doing Tyreek things. It's going to be great. He's going to get soft coverage in Kansas City. I mean, people know Kelsey. They know Tyreek. I'm pretty sure this guy's going to come tapping on the door. He's going to say, sorry, Demarcus Robinson. I got yep. shit to prove here. Well, and Demarcus Robinson's gone after this year anyway. Yep. So like, even if he has to wait a year, I think it's still a great pick. 882 yards on 53 catches and seven touchdowns last year. And I agree with you 100%. He fits into this offense so perfectly. He does something different to me, Cole, and Tyreek Hill does Cornell Powell. Uh, Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky value here on a great offensive team. For sure. Again, another guy that that shot from not on my top 36. He shot all the way up to the second round for me. Yeah, I like how he keeps ticking up, you know, like the production wasn't there the first three years, and then we come senior year, and we're doing 70 yards per game, coming to the senior bowl, it's impressive there, Yep. and so now he comes to, you know, our back, my backyard, the backyard, uh, the home team here, <laughs> Chiefs, so. Yeah, I guess that would be my one knock on Pal is his. he's only had one year of like truly elite production. Yep. And it's not even elite. It's more like truly great production. But he's going to a team where that doesn't matter. Yeah, like a 70 yards per game, if he can maintain that, he's a fantasy asset. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I just, I just want to point out a couple episodes back, uh, that was my, my uh, sleeper of the draft. Oh. Good. Well, Because I knew he was going to the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, good obviously. Job. Good job, dude. Cornell. You nailed it. I have so do you want to – should I leave? Yeah, yeah. Can spot? I take the guru spot okay. real quick? Yeah, I'll yeah. go do that. I'll, right. I'll take it right after my boy <laughs> Darthur talks about Frank Darby <sighs> going to the Atlanta Falcons. God damn it. His favorite team. <laughs> uh, I like what I see uh, out of the red zone with him. I know that Julio has always been like, hit me up in the red zone. But with this guy on your team, six foot, 194. He just he's a red zone monster. Uh, he was above twenty yards per catch over three years, and we're talking about thirteen touchdowns on sixty-seven catches. That's nearly a third of his catches were touchdowns. Nope, nearly a sixth of his catches, more than a sixth of his catches were touchdowns. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> Math is hard. Yeah. Skipping 2020, where it's only two games with six catches. I think, I mean, he's a monster. I really like him. I like his physical play style. And 
I think that he could go off if uh, they trade Julio. He could just start, but I don't know what the hell's going on in Atlanta, man. So I don't like him nearly as much, but I do see like kind of the things you're talking about. But my intrigue on him is based on uh, the trading of Julio, obviously. They got to pay Calvin Ridley. They just picked up a fifth-year option. You don't pick up a fifth-year option on a guy you're not going to pay eventually. doesn't make any sense. And Russell Gage and Zacchaeus... Agumbawale? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, They're both at the end of their contracts at this year. They're not going to be able to pay Calvin and pick up both those guys. So that third door slot is going to be open, or the second if they don't pay either of those guys and they trade Julio. So that's what I'm super interested in. He's going to find a role in the Atlanta offense, <clears throat> which Kyle Pitts. should be putting up numbers because of Kyle Pitts. Yeah, like Kyle Pitts is going to put up numbers, and if they trade Julio, somebody that like they can't only throw it to Kyle Pitts. They're going to have to spread the ball around. And if Darby ends up in that second role, let's fucking ride. Yeah, no, I like him. Uh, I think that this is a guy that I probably won't end up rostering, but I'm really excited to watch him play football. Watch list. Yeah. At Goomba Wally, that's completely way wrong. So scratch that. What was it? Uh, Zacchaeus. Yeah. His first name is. I'll, you, come on. I can't read. What is it? Alamid. Alamid. Uh, I am so sorry Olamide. to the Zacchaeus family that none of us know how to pronounce your name. We're not trying to discredit. We actually are only <laughs> doing this to get better at sounding out words. <laughs> it's a struggle. We're getting well, there. All we know is one thing. He went. He plays for a team in Atlanta, and if there's one thing I know about Atlanta, it's Luda. <laughs> Oh, oh. You did it with yourself too at the same time. That was amazing. <laughs> that was a harmony. It is a great <laughs> harmony. So let's go over to Christian. Man, this is a hot streak. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah, go. yeah. Uh, a lot of people are down on this pick. Well, he was the second running back that the San I'm Francisco 49ers took. Because Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. are both. At the end of their contract of this year, do you think they're going to pay running backs after they just took two in this draft? No, well, they they're took not. Three. Didn't they take Trey Lance? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, of course they're not. So it's going to be Trey Sermon and Elijah Mitchell yes, next year, and I think they complement each other super well. He's going to be – Elijah Mitchell is going to be the DeFonta Freeman to the Tevin Coleman – in the Shanahan offense, in my opinion. Okay. And I'm super hyped about that. No, he's going to give you zero production this year. This is not a this year pick. If you want him to like produce you numbers this year, no. But next year, damn, let's go. Because everybody knows Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman were producing at the same time and putting up numbers. They were both like top 15 backs. Yeah. When they were in that offense together. It was one year, right? Well, but still, I think he still wants that. Like, obviously, any Shanahan offense, your LaFleurs, your McVeighs, they don't want one running back. They want two that'll produce. I think both these guys can produce. And I think Elijah Mitchell, his speed, 
his metrics. He's got it pulled up here if he wants to throw it up. All his metrics show him being able to produce in this type of offense. I still think he's more than worth a third-round pick. I still got him as a second-round value, actually. He also compares really well to one of your favorite players of all time. Oh, gross. Oh, Jared McKinnon? Well. Anyway. anyway. (laughs) That sucks. But Kyle Shanahan did pay Jared McKinnon a lot of money before he got hurt a bunch. So he wanted to use him. So even again, so he likes that style of player. I don't know. He's worth a third round pick. Yeah, you know what's uh, funny about Elijah Mitchell versus Trey Sermon, which is going to be a conversation that people are having for the next three. You guys four are going to have this conversation. For but a I think lifetime. he profiles as more the goal line back in that offense. Mitchell does? Year. Yeah, Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, so that kind of gives him a bump to me. I mean, Trey Sermon is awesome, but he's to me he's more of like a between-the-20s running back where he finds an open space. Yeah. But if you start stacking up the goal line defense against him, you're going to get into some trouble. He's more of a break a tackle, you know, run through a guy. Mm-hmm. He's not going to create – on his own through uh, you know narrow gaps, and we saw a ton of that out of Elijah Mitchell. So yeah, just getting Let's on that bump. Go raging Cajuns! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, like the the starting episode next year. You know, once those guys are gone, to just be you, <laughs> you and a get my Trey Sermon, Sermon jersey, jersey and you and Elijah Mitchell Both. jersey. Do just San Francisco jerseys. Yeah. We can go get some San Fran jerseys. Let me see how this draft pans nice. out. I imagine you guys doing like the Oklahoma drill, like laying on your back, like, all right, this is going to determine who's going to start this year. <laughs> I don't know that that would be fair. Yeah, no, it'd be fine. <laughs> you guys will, you, you'll be all right. <laughs> I'll be just We can fine. make it a decathlon, you know, we play quarters and read words out loud. You'll beat me in those. So, <laughs> so on to the next guy, an, another running back, a guy going to the LA Chargers, intruding on my Joshua Kelly. Uh, we call him the Los Angeles Chargers, man. LA's for the Rams. So the Los Angeles Chargers <laughs> picking up. <laughs> My boy Larry Roundtree out of Mizzou. Sorry. No, you're good. I, was I just think LA Chargers. That meant. <laughs> just sounds weird to me. I call them the Los Angeles Chargers. So San Diego Chargers should have been. They fucked that. Poor San Diego. Wow, the right old, now, old man. wooden ship Chicago. <laughs> uh, anyway. Chargers, what the fuck? Jeez. I'll keep it short on Larry. If you want to hear me talk about Larry, go back to our uh, running back episode, especially Elijah, if you want to hear about that. <laughs> That's on the running back episode. And so we love these guys coming in, uh, rounding out the top 200 players drafted. <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, t- he he had 126 carries as a freshman, and he kept a consistent lead back role for four years in the SEC. And I think that he supplements Eckler's specialty skill set and I think he's going to get some playing time. It's going to take him a little bit to beat out that depth chart because it is pretty deep there with your uh, your Josh Kellys and your who knows if Belage type guys. Yeah, Jackson. I know Belage is in Pittsburgh now, but you know these they're not afraid to see what sticks. It's a new coaching 
staff up in there, so you don't know what's going to happen. The opportunity is ripe, and Larry is a freaking grinder, man. He's going to get on the field. It might take a little time, but I, I think he's going to be productive. I'm, I'm still super excited about him, but we can... I could definitely see Larry Roundtree beating out Joshua Kelly, no. and I... Horseshit! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some of this stuff is unsolicited, man. But... um. No, man, I, I think you're wrong. Well, I don't think he's going to be sexy, be but I think <laughs> he's going to be a name you hear more than you think you're going to hear. But as so a I'm gonna hear fantasy more than guy, once. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Okay. Well, I hope you're right because good for him. But I mean, Eck- I've never bought into it. I know Eckler's awesome. I really, really like Austin Eckler, but I don't think that he should be used as a. No, but I don't think Larry Roundtree is going to beat out Justin Jackson. I think you can beat out just Joshua Kelly for sure. No, I mean, no, I don't think that we see Larry take over until later in the season. But I think it, I think he ends the season as the number two back. I'd say weeks, uh, weeks ten on, he out touches your boy. How about that? Justin bet? Jackson. Um, I'll take that bet. All right. But- Justin Jackson isn't my boy. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I but I will like, take that bet. I, I think Justin right. Jackson outtouches Larry Roundtree weeks ten to what is it eighteen now? Jesus! Yeah. Oh man! That's yeah, crazy. aren't you guys excited for a team to be eleven and six? I can't wait till my uh, wife finds out the NFL season is one week long. <laughs> How somebody's in trouble? What? So let's go on to another running back drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals. The one, the only Captain America, Chris Evans from Michigan. Oh, this is one of your guys. I like him a lot. Yeah, the burst score is unreal. It is a fucking let's, sick let's burst score. Too. Also, that picture. Oh just the, the nicest man on earth. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of weird that I, I love these Michigan guys, and I just... In my head, they're just being misused in Michigan. They're not given the opportunity. And so this is another one of those guys. Um, I know Nico Collins falls into that Mm -hmm. for me. But if you look at his quick feet, he keeps his eyes downfield. He moves where he needs to be. He runs through contact. There's, It's just hard for me to to not expect something more than he's – I think he's going to outplay his – his draft capital. Um, you know, just never know what's going to happen in Cincinnati. Well, I think he's absolutely going to play outplay his draft capital because there's <laughs> who is he behind? Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon? Like, he's going to be, the, no- Ryan. <laughs> like he's gonna be the number two guy there. Like, Puka I don't know. Puka Williams? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we can get into Puka Williams later. But I think he instantly becomes the number two guy, Chris Evans, that – being yeah, Chris, Chris Evans, Evans I think he becomes the number two running back for the Bengals. He wasn't another guy that was not in my top 36. He was in both of these guys. And yep. now he jumps to the front of the third round with this landing spot. I think absolutely he's going to have a role to play with Cincinnati. That is Chris Evans. Yes, sorry. I never say the name. I say he because they're all he-man to me. <laughs> Breaking down Skeletor. I'll see you there. Um, no, nah, man. He's got a good size. 5'11". Yeah. 2'11". 5'11", 2'11". He's in that perfect range. Gosh, the BMI. It's like the 
35th percentile. Cut these guys down, man. Say they're 5'10". The BMI <laughs> moves so fast. You'd be like half an inch off, and it's 20% tile. But um, now, like you say, I'm not going to be surprised. I think other people would be surprised. But we'll just move right past it. Go back to another LSU receiver drafted, old Racy McMath. Drafted to the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, boy. <laughs> what do you think, dude? I got a few things, but okay, really, I don't. He same thing I said earlier about Tennessee. There's a path to playing, but I mean, almost zero production for LSU. I yeah. don't. I don't really care that much about this guy. I, I'm not super intrigued. It just it cracks me up that he's like. They, it's like they tried to clone Terrace Marshall Jr. Yeah. And like a fly came in. You know, it's, you, I don't know if you've seen the fly. Yeah, yeah. That's it's like, fuck. Now, so the measurables are all right there. Yeah, the measurables are fine. 6'2", 211. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And the same speed, really. But yeah, it's like There's four like no touchdowns <laughs> over several, what, four years? Yeah. Yeah, scroll that down. There you go. Yeah, yeah four touchdowns. Um Max of 17 catches, yep. 285 yards. I just don't care about that guy, no. especially as a six-round pick. To me, though, honestly, he shows up to camp. Amon Ra, um, Ross St. Brown shows up to camp. Oh, I would... there's, a, there's a world where this <laughs> dude is a starting wide receiver yeah. for the Titans. Okay, that's fair. You know, if he eats his Wheaties, if he grinds, like you got drafted in the NFL after doing pretty much nothing on an amazing offense. Yeah. So people like it. I just, I think Tennessee was scrapping for shit. Yeah, they should have needed receivers. They should have taken more early. I, I just see all these guys, all these guys that uh, have name recognition, production, and just showed out on the field. So it's kind of, it's kind of weird. The yeah, way it's running down here. We're getting out. We're almost done, though. That's fair. So let's. Uh, you want to move on? Yeah, Demetric Felton. Demetric Demetric Felton. The only thing I, I think, I was the one that was like, we need to talk about this. The only thing I think is interesting about this is I think he could play slot for, for the, the Browns, Cleveland Browns, yeah. and that's it. That's it. I don't, and it doesn't make me want to take him in a fantasy draft. Maybe in, in a five-round fantasy draft, which I'm just now learning about. Five-round rookie fantasy draft. Super maybe, flex. Super flex. Maybe, maybe take Jermichick Felton just to see what they do with him, but I'm not that intrigued. So, Yeah, I think you probably have a versatile role for the Browns, but not for fantasy. Yeah. Yep. Great. With you. Moving along to Khalil Herbert, Ooh. Virginia Tech. Running back going to the Chicago Bears. Duh, Bears. I was more intrigued about this one until I looked at the contract situation for David Montgomery and Tariq Cohen. Um, they're both under contract from until 2023 and 2024, respectively. But I do think Khalil Herbert has a role in that offense to play, and I think he's another watch list guy. Because he can catch, he can run, and that seems to be what uh, Chicago might be moving to, is a running back that can do both. 
And uh, maybe maybe he could be David Montgomery's backup at one point. Khalil Herbert could, anyway. Uh, feels like he has to be day one, man. I mean, the the way he just went way off after he got out of Kansas, you know, we're talking about 100 yards per game, nine touchdowns in 11 games. Uh, he doesn't have the receiving work, but damn, man. The thing is, he's not going to take any touches away from Tariq Cohen, mm-hmm. and he's not going to be David Montgomery, but there's been some weird trust issues in that offense. So just having a guy that I think he's solid, man. I think that he's going to get some early down work, but uh, you know, I don't think – I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to picture him doing – Worse than, you know, Chris Evans or Larry Roundtree or Elijah Mitchell this upcoming year, the long term. Oh, this year? Yeah. yeah. This year, I agree with you. Overall, I think all three of those dudes end up better than him. Yeah. So. But I think out of the gate, he's got a better chance to – he's going to be a waiver wire pickup in the first six weeks, I imagine, because yeah. I do think he'll see the field a little bit. Especially, I mean, you know, that's kind of a weird situation in Chicago. Um, Obviously, Justin Fields is up in there, but the pass catchers haven't really been uh, upgraded that much. So I think they're going to have to run the ball quite a bit. Keep it moving. Seth Williams gets drafted by the Denver Broncos. Take this one. This is one of your boys. (laughs) It's Arthur Cam. Uh Uh-oh. Well, I keep doing this. I'm going to get long-winded as fuck. So let me keep it short. Uh, Seth Williams, I think he's awesome. Um, They also added three undrafted free agents in Denver. So it's kind of a stale environment. But I think he could probably push Hamler a little bit. He's 6'3", 211, runs a 4'5", 4. And uh, I like him a lot. He, He doesn't get a lot of separation, but he does come down with the contested catches. And I think if there's an injury, he could really show out, but I don't think he's going to get the opportunity. Mm-mm. I don't care about Seth Williams anymore. Yeah, it really sucks. <laughs> like Tennessee should have just grabbed him. I would have been yeah. really happy. I agree. So well, how do you feel about Daz Newsome, North Carolina receiver drafted by the Carolina Panthers? Mm, no, Bears. Or Bears. Wait, I fucked this up. Yeah, I think you fucked it up. Yeah, I he, that. he got drafted by the Bears. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the best I can say about Daz Newsom being drafted by the Bears is that Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller are both free agents at the end of this year. And yeah, that's, they're not bringing back Anthony Miller. Yeah. And that's it. That's the best I can say about him, and I still do not care that much. You don't think it's cool that he's going to play the next four years with Justin Fields? <laughs> sure. And potentially be the second senior Wide receiver you, after Darnell You just Google Nooney. Khalil Herbert, not Daz Newsom. Well, I, it, I wanted to make sure they both got drafted by the Bears. I'm oh. going to get that <laughs> fucked up. Um, but, yeah. I think it's on. fine. That I just think. Did. I, don't, I don't know. I just, I was never impressed. No. Especially. Daz. 